Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. Friendship, fellowship, motherhood, and everything in between. Welcome to the hood. Okay, welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast, episode four. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're going to be talking about sacrifice in marriage slash motherhood today. Sacrifice. Yes. We have all sacrificed something. In what ways does marriage require sacrifice? Oh my goodness. In what ways does it not? (laughs) <laughs> I think marriage is a total enmeshment of two different people. We oh know. my gosh. Enmeshment. Great word. And it is the combining of two individuals. Yes. So you have all of these ways and all of these things that you have gone about your life up until the moment you got married. I'll be honest. I was 30. That means I had a lot 30 years. of independence. Yeah. Yeah. And Living I, alone and yes. yes. Call I mean Do eat, what I want. Spend eat. what I want. Oh my gosh, spend what you want. So okay, let's start there because I think I I think I touched on budget a little bit in our last episode three. But when I got married, I have a very type A husband. I yeah. am way, I mean, I have type A tendencies, but I'm way more, I wouldn't say carefree, but definitely not as type A as my husband. Um, he is, let's stick to a budget, Dave Ramsey type of guy. And so we have done that for years. Now, of course, we've fallen off and we get back on, but he still remains true to the budget. I have We have a budget on our refrigerator. He does it on, old school, on a piece of paper, week to week, what we spend. It's on the refrigerator every single month. And yep. so I can just, at a glance, look and see. Now, at this point, I know what's what. But everything has a home. Every dollar has a home. And that is his, that's his expectation of me. And so I try to meet that expectation. Just trying to, like, learn each other's ways with money. And that was that was hard. That was kind of a sacrifice. I wanted to just spend whatever I wanted to spend whenever I wanted if to spend it's it. In the account you wanted to spend it. Yes, that's, yes. Yeah, I said, I well, I, I, I'm an adult. I know how to spend and not spend, and I know what bills go where. I can just do whatever. And that's not the case when you get married. No, no. You no. have to figure out how to do things together. Yes. I think money is not the only place that that <sighs> shows up. No. I know one of the biggest adjustments that Jonathan and I had was I went to bed early. He went to bed late. Mm. And when we were like newly married, we needed <laughs> like time together, overlapping time together that wasn't just sitting in front of the TV or eat, making dinner or something like that. And so we had to learn how to sort of combine those two schedules, but it was really hard because I had to give and he had to give in order to find that like middle place. Now I will say I influenced him quite a bit because he goes to bed Bed early. early. Um, But I think that happens. I think kids probably helped that a little bit too. Absolutely. But I mean, not only that, big decisions in our lives really could just come down to like a vacation. What your what your partner dreams of vacation might look like and what you might think it maybe looks like. he wants the mountains and you want the beach he, maybe and josh is also a very like itinerary planned type of person whereas i'm just like i just gonna show up and see what happens yeah you know like yeah. ah so like if i were planning disney world we'd all be standing in line for four hours but thank god i married this person who plans this to the minute i think that there are so many places in marriage where you have to make a sacrifice for the other person and that goes both ways but I found myself as 
um, the woman in this current society that we live in with kind of this traditional role as the wife, Mm -hmm. like at home, cleaning, because that was, you know, we did talk about expectations in the last episode, but it wasn't getting done. So I found myself always just doing because it was like not getting done. Mm -hmm. When we first got married, we actually moved to Pittsburgh for a little while and Um, We were both working full time. I had a little bit more flexibility in my schedule. So he worked a little bit like longer hours through the day, but he had a break in the middle and we would both be home sort of overlapping. But I would spend all this time scrubbing the house because it was my wifely sacrifice Mm -hmm. to us. And he'd come home and he'd have like a quick lunch break type thing and he'd like plop all of his stuff in the sink and I just kept doing it like I never said anything about it because I felt that it was my sacrifice as the wife to have to take the the brunt of the duty Mm -hmm. at our house Mm -hmm. and for us you know that was a, a later conversation but there were these sacrifices these things that I just had to lay down I wasn't able to be the same person that I was before. I wasn't able to maybe go out when I wanted to or, you know, hang out with my friends the way that I used to or whatever. Right. Or now you're required to to touch base with someone if you're going to be late or so they don't think you're dead. No, I grew up in a home (laughs) where we did communicate our plans. So that piece for me was only weird when I felt like I constantly had to, like, give an update. Yes. Like, here I am at the grocery store. I made it. But don't worry, I'm only going to spend $100. Exactly. That's our budget. That's our budget. I think sacrifice, and especially in the beginning of the marriage, is so difficult to just come to grips with. This is what you do. Like, marriage is a brick by brick building. Yeah. It's not something that just appears overnight. Yeah. Regardless of what we had imagined from girlhood of what marriage would look like. Yeah. But it's choosing your person every single day. And it's choosing I love you, not I love me. Yeah. You know, and it's just that, just that constant awareness of another person. So Jonathan and I have actually, we decided at the beginning of 2022 that this was the year that we were going to work on our marriage. We have been married. That's great. For five, uh, almost six years. Um, and... I had this thought that there was so much just stuff, life stuff, that has been packed into this last five years, these last wonderful five years. We are two different people with two different problems, with two different backgrounds, coming together and becoming one. That is a biblical thing, to become one. So everything became one, which meant his problems became my problems. My problems became his, and our resentments came together. And not that it was anything terrible. It really wasn't. Sure. But I promised myself that I wouldn't get to year 15 and look back and say, why did I not deal with Have never said anything. Yes. Yes. Because there were things that I just was carrying with me because I was making these silent sacrifices. Yes. And not really knowing why I was doing it just because I, again, expectations. Yes. Had these thoughts of what I was supposed to be and how I was supposed to do it. 
And truthfully, I never was going to be a stay-at-home mom. I went to college. I worked hard for my degree. I was going to use it. That yeah. is, that was my stance on working. Um, but I did have a stay-at-home mom. So I knew what that looked like. And the more I was working and the more we were talking about kids, I was like, I, I can't let someone else raise my babies. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was a choice that was sort of involuntary. The, the position that I had, they either needed me to come back two weeks after I had my oldest, D, um, or I was going to lose the position because they needed to fill it immediately. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, I was kind of this, like, I was shoved into stay-at-home momness. But in that, I think I lost myself. I felt like all I was doing was momming every single day. Absolutely. And let's just stop for a second and talk about the sacrifices of motherhood. Oh my gosh. It is the biggest sacrifice, mom, if you are listening to this. <laughs> I I love you for laying your life down. We love, for, we love our moms. For us. Yes. It, it, now that I'm doing it, I see what a sacrifice. And yes. I am only three and a half years in. And let me just say, though, not every mom has the opportunity to be a stay-at-home mom. No. And that's okay. And, you know, if you are a working mom and then you come home and you have these expectations on yourself of doing all the things at home, too, I mean, you go, girl. Because it's exhausting. Yes. And the, the sacrifices as a mother... I mean, alone time. Yeah. I mean, where's our alone time? Like, self-care. That is why I was so bad at this. Yes. Why lately I've been so bad at self-care. Yes. I mean, I can't even go to the bathroom alone. <laughs> I don't have time. No, I don't have time. But then I was realizing that like, because I lost myself, I wasn't doing music. I wasn't writing anymore. Yes. I wasn't spending time with friends. I didn't have girlfriends. For me, I had moved to Louisville. I did not grow up here. I did not have friends here. And I was struggling really hard to find a community. So I felt like I had just sacrificed my entire world for a marriage that I was trying to like messily navigate. Yes. And then I got pregnant and I was so excited to be a mom that I was all of a sudden a stay-at-home mom. Yes. And I was laying down myself every day. I was getting up in the middle of the night. I was doing all of these things and I was functioning on no sleep. That is one of the biggest things that goes when you're a mom. You just don't you sleep You just anymore. don't sleep. And even if your baby is sleeping through the night, it's literally every sound through the night. It's every breath they take. It's the dog. It's or, everything. Or it's your husband rolling over peacefully sleeping, sleeping on his in, side of the bed. Yes. And you're just laying there awake thinking of all the things you didn't get done. Or suddenly you've had an infant and you're like... Wait, they didn't get up the last, you know, however many hours and like, oh my gosh, are they still breathing? Yeah. Like it is so much stress on, on specifically on sleep. Yes. Yes. But I feel like I was just, could never go to the store. I couldn't go to the bathroom because my husband says, Hey, he'll call me. I'll be out. Hey babe, can you just swing into the store and grab whatever? I'm like, I have not swung in anywhere in six, almost seven years. You can swing on your way home. <laughs> Listen, sometimes I'm super mom and I do swing. Sure. Like sometimes, this sure. just happened last week. I had all three kids at the park. I got a call from my husband who owns his own business and he's like, I am here doing this. It's going to take me X number of hours. I really need you 
to swing into the parts store and pick up this belt for me. Yeah. First of all, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just going <laughs> to pretend like I did. I took three, three and under into this mower parts store and hit, this lady was like, you're so cute. And I was like, oh, we're not cute. Like, <laughs> this is not cute. This is not cute. But my husband really needs this belt for his mower. And so I'm... Please just give me the belt so I can leave yeah. this store. And... <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure C had a poopy diaper. Yes. B was crying. Yes. D was asking every question that could ever because be asked. Because you're in a part store yes. and he's so interested. And so, you know, I realized as I was doing it, like, what I would give for a moment to myself to just swing. I remember the first time I went to Target by myself after I had a baby and I was like, felt like I had forgotten something because I didn't have my child with me. Yeah. And I was like, is this what... Is this what it feels like? Yeah. Like remembering what it was like yeah. pre-kids. But really it's never pre-kids ever again because you're always thinking about them. They're always on your mind. And you're never, even when you are relaxed, you're never relaxed. Say that you have a baby in a marriage, in a happy little marriage, and you as the woman are the one that's doing all the stuff. Yes. Not because you don't have a capable partner to help you, but because somehow it's all in your mind, even if you have no idea what you're doing, they have even less idea yep. what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. And so... You, and then you're mad that they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but then you have to give them like a step-by-step -step instruction of how to do whatever it is. Or maybe it's not about the kids. Like, I think that one of the things that I have struggled with so much, and it is not a surprise, but it is the man bathroom excursion. Let's oh call it. my gosh. Oh, poop. Why? Why do you have to poop for 45 minutes? You know what? Rule, you don't get to take your phone in the bathroom. Because that's just an explicit. Listen, I told Jonathan that. Oh my and so then he was like, yeah, but I read like four chapters of a book. What? But and I'm like, why? why do you get a chance to read chapters? You're not pooping for four chapters. You're no. sitting. You're sitting. Absolutely. You're sitting in the quiet of a room by yourself. Oh my gosh. But to me, I'm like, you had 45 minutes of a drive home or like you got stuck in yes. traffic. That to me is a vacation. Let's just somehow. talk about that first. I think there are yeah. tons of moms that are working moms that as soon as you get home, you're in it. The kids are following you into every room. Like well, I have an audience when I go to the bathroom. Uh, me too. <laughs> uh, mostly it's a three audience. It's like me and yes. truthfully, ladies, listen, I was in the bathroom the other day, door wide open. Yeah. And I had all three children sitting, sitting on, on your me. lap. Yeah. Sitting on me. Yes. And my husband comes home and he's like, what are you guys doing? And this I was like, what do you life. think we're doing? We're going to the bathroom. <laughs> so how can we stay motivated to make possibly, possibly avoid resentment? How can we stay motivated to find our joy in, in through these sacrifices in marriage and in motherhood? How can we stay motivated? Again, setting clear expectations. Yes. Just because you think something is common sense yes. doesn't mean the other person thinks it's common sense. Right. Or maybe you don't have help. But sister, you are sacrificing your entire life for these beautiful offspring. I came across this quote that hit me like a ton of bricks. It was... Mm, sacrifice in motherhood is there are four pieces of cake in a family of five and mom says I don't like cake mm, mm. so good yes 
And how many times? I can't e- I can't even count how many times where I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I don't care for it. Which is a complete lie. I love cake. but Or can I tell you how many times <laughs> I will make dinner and it is the first time, literally, I could cry telling you. Yeah. It is the first time I've sat down all day. Yes. And my three-year-old crawls up on my lap and he says, mommy... My favorite thing is sharing with you. Oh my gosh, sweet. And to me, I'd rather give him the little bit of peace and the little bit of food yes. that I have for myself Yes. than for him to think that there is any resentment growing inside of me because I love him with every part of my being. Oh, you just gave being. me a giant check in my heart. I mean, how many times a day are our kids, mommy, play with me, mommy, watch me. And the thing that changed me the most... Oh, that took me away from the annoyance of mommy watch me was I changed her words to mommy witness me. Oh, mm. mommy witness me. And so something that keeps me motivated is just realizing that these days are numbered and that they are going so she's going to be seven. When did that happen? Yeah. I just, I just had her. And so just trying to realize that the days are numbered. You know, the, the, what does it say? The, the days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. Um, praying, praying, prayer for me. So morning coffee for me. So I will sit on my couch. I think if you know me, you've probably seen on my Instagram that I take pictures of the sunrise. Yeah. Because that's just my way of recognizing that this is a new day and his mercies are new every morning. Yeah. And regardless of what happened yesterday, it is as far as the East is from the West. Yes. It's forgotten and it's forgiven and you can start over. Yeah. And so I have to, I have to stay motivated in that way. Um, I have to look at examples around me of what my family, what I want my family to emulate. Yeah. And so just the fruits of other people. Yeah. Um, and people I look up to. I think for me, like marriage was something I waited for for so long Mm -hmm. and it is something that I wanted so bad and marriage is the biggest crucible that there is. It is the fire of life because of the combining of two people. Yes. Then you add children and that's a whole other fiery inferno of beautiful blessings. Yes. But I will say one of the biggest things that I have had to come to grips with for myself, it is a choice. Joy is a choice. Yes. Love is a choice. Yes. I am choosing good, bad, and ugly this man. Yes. These children, this life. Yes. I am going to give all glory to God for the things that I have. Amen. But I am going to have a happy heart about it. That is something that I tell my I'll kids. I'll be darned. I'm going to be happy about it. Yes. <laughs> it is something I tell my kids every single day. And my boys will say it like a life mantra. Yes. Like, have a happy heart. And do you have, I can do, do hard, hard things. things. Yes. Amen. So simplify um, minimize. We can't do it all. We shouldn't try to do it all. What can we, we are the taskmasters. What can we take away from our task? And yeah. lastly, but most importantly, self-care. Yeah. Take care of ourselves, and everyone around us will be taking care. And if you're just joining well. us now, self-care was actually something that we talked about in episode two. Yes. Go back and listen to it. If you need self-care tips, we'd love to offer some to you. Sure. Um, we made a self-care checklist 
of just little things that you can do every day. Little things day. we do, we yes. try to do, that we share with other people. We are not experts, but we are just two yeah. everyday moms. But we love to hear from our listeners. We we would love to hear about your um, sacrifices in your own life, things yes. that you've made, whether it's marriage, whether it's a job, whatever. Um, so you can reach us on our Instagram, at the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. Also, our email is thewildsisterhoodpc at gmail.com. We love to hear from our viewers. We love reading your emails and your comments um they, they just keep us alive they keep us going yeah yeah we are excited to be on this journey with you absolutely and we want to hear from you so send us a message yeah thanks for tuning in